When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh yeah, hour three of Monday's Lori and Julia's shows mean that it's Sex Monday. That's less than a half an hour away. That's like the highlight of most people's week. Oh, Rocco. Lori said it's going to be a good one today, oh, good. too. Well, I like to think that, you know, there's just nuggets every every Monday, and who knows where they'll take us sexually. But <laughs> as long as we're talking about sex. A Monday sexual nugget, I love That's it. right, a little right. sexual nugget. Speaking of, uh, Kira Knightley, um, last March, she announced... That she was done, you know, showing her butt, her boobs, and her bush on yep. camera, basically. And no I'm trying to even scenes. think of when she's done it lately. Oh, my gosh, Julia. She's been, she's had, well, now she just said, um, she's, uh, also she was worried that they would end up on porn sites. But now she's elaborating, explaining on a Chanel podcast. Chanel's gotten into the podcast business. Oh, for crying out loud. That she will not be filming any nude scenes or sex scenes if the director is a man. She said it's partly vanity and also it's the male gaze. I feel very uncomfortable now trying to portray the male gaze. She understands some directors need somebody to look hot. And then there are those horrible sex scenes where you're all greased up and everybody's grunting. And she just said, um, uh, basically, she'll work you know, with women, and in the past she's performed sex scenes in movies like Silk, The Duchess, Colette. Last year she told Vulture that her favorite to shoot, her favorite sex scene had been the one in Atonement where she's wearing the stunning green dress and getting getting it uh, against a bookshelf by James McAvoy, and it was directed by a man, and she was comfortable with that because it was choreographed within an inch of her life, and it's interesting what she says about the male gaze because when Julia Quinn was on with Tamron Hall this morning, the author talking, of the Bridgerton book series, I was going to say talking oh. about Bridgerton. Okay, sorry, um, and you know Tamron was just going, you know, these scenes are just so hot and blah blah blah, and kind of going on. And Julia Quinn said, "Well, you know, the people that were writing this and also directing it, we had women." And we see the sexual everything through the female gaze. Mm-hmm. And that's what women want, how we perceive things and want to see things. So to us, it feels hot and different because it's so very rarely. Right. From, from a the, woman's perspective. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. And I totally believe it, though. Mm-hmm. Of course you would have women. Yeah. I I love that. And then and even in just the way some of the things were staged and yeah. the stairs I and love stuff, that. she said that's because it's coming from the female gaze and so long for so long everything is always directed, directed from so a man's much of pers- is written, even right. if it's being rewritten from a, a book uh, that a woman wrote. Right. So, Interesting. That's a good interview that Julia Quinn on Tamron. Hall. I have it. 
Say, I'm yeah, watch it. it saved. I'll watch it tonight. Watch it because it was so yeah. good. So, anyway, and she said she doesn't have an absolute ban, but she does with guys. She's not ever going to do it again. All right. Okay. Well, I I can't even imagine how hard that would be in the first place, how uncomfortable yeah. it would be, but whatever. it's all probably choreographed well, some of it. Yeah. But, um, ben Affleck. Oh, my word. What is going on with Ben? Okay. First of all, for a guy who says he doesn't like any attention and doesn't like the spotlight, he sure gets a lot of mail. Gets a lot of mail, and he also knows that there's paparazzi outside of his place. And for many of his things where he's picking up something outside of his house, he makes two or three trips instead of one to make sure that the paparazzi get their photo. So maybe he's just having a good day and the paps happen to be there, but he does not like it when we talk about him. And yet his people have given not one, but two source stories about his breakup with Anna DeArmas, one to E and one to people. Wow. It's so strange to me. Well, what is he saying? Is he, did she break his heart? Cause maybe that he's trying to get her back. Well, here's the thing. If you read the E story closely, they state that their source spoke to them on Tuesday, January 19th and last Wednesday. Plus, both Page Six and E say their stories are exclusive, so they wouldn't be able to do that if Ben Affleck's team was giving the same damn quote to both outlets. So they're giving two different sets of story, and Ben's PR team words, you know, they word things a little differently To get mileage. I mean, we're getting a lot of updates on a guy, his relationship status for someone who hates attention and said he hates attention. So it's strange to me. But here's what uh, uh, they started having problems in the fall. Okay. Um, They took time apart, but they got back together. And then they spent December apart. And um, they still talk. They talk regularly. Mm-hmm. And Affleck is going to be leaving L.A. for the East Coast when he heads, heads to Boston to shoot the George Clooney-directed Amazon film, The Tender Bar. Yeah, I read about this. I don't know. Have any? I have no idea what it's about, but I hope George Clooney gets a successful movie at some point. Yeah. He has not directed anything that's been successful. That's true. I, I have high hopes for him. Because yeah. Ben Affleck has won a Director yeah. Academy Award for Argo. I mean, it would be nice. I really want George Clooney to get... Well, George pursued Ben to be in this. It's right? an adaptation on a Pulitzer Prize winner, J.R. Moinger's 2005 memoir. I don't even know who that is. I don't know either. Well, let's just hope it's better than some of the other. Did anyone watch the the space one where he was Midnight just, Sky? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Donnie watched it. Did he, he sent like me a note? What did he say? He said, "This is a movie not for you and Julia because <laughs> we don't like to leave our galaxy. <laughs> we we are firmly planted on Earth, Laurie and I. Yeah. I just even a free trip in SpaceX in twenty years. I bet oh, we don't take it. Oh. We're not leaving. Yeah. There's we've got we've got boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure he, Ben got dumped. He's the I, dump. That's what I'm dump, saying. That's dumpy. why the, he, there's all these stories out there. He's yeah. he's the dump one. Yeah. It's interesting and, that he bookended his breakup announcement with two different podcasts because then he was on with Sasha Baron 
Cohen. He's and got then, a podcast too. Yeah, and then last God, week the can Hollywood people stay Reporter. In their own lane? <laughs> right. The Hollywood Reporter. So uh-huh. kind of interesting. And he had nothing really to promote, but both times, you know, the breakup was, he was okay to talk about. So it's kind of interesting. I don't know if he thinks that this tactic is going to help win her back. Well, that's what I'm wondering. If she hears it from enough sources that I'm heartbroken, maybe she'll come back to me and decide she doesn't want children at 31. <laughs> Maybe she'll change your mind and think, my 7, 12, and 16-year-old are enough for you. Yeah. Mm. That'd be a hard one. I doubt it. I know it. I doubt it, too. Okay, the Prince of Tides cinematographer has... And this was the movie by Barbara Streisand. This is the movie that Barbara Streisand did. It was her second movie as a director after Yentl. Papa, can you... Which was in 1983, and it was the summer of 1991 when she adapted... Pat Conroy's book, yep. The Prince of Tide, and Nick Nolte, Nolte is in it, and he's absolutely amazing. Beautiful. He's and still beautiful he, at the time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was so, so good. I mean, the Los Angeles Times said, oh, you know. beautiful. They had chemistry. Streisand gave the restrained performance and directed Nick Nolte in a brilliant one about the only thing, and this is from the, new, the, from okay. the LA Times review from that time. The only negative to report is that the movie has what's described as numerous glamour shots of Streisand's body parts filmed through what looks like Vaseline-coated lenses. When you're the director, you can you can put Vaseline on uh, well your shots. The director of photography pushed back in the format okay. that was popular back in 1991 because there was no Twitter. Absolutely not. True, it was cynical and unfair. That's just how good she looked. Okay. There was no Vaseline smeared lens. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about that is that they said they were so against her that she should have won an Academy Award for directing that, but they were so against her leaving her lane as a singer, as a comedian, as, as an, an actor. actress to go to the director chair. And she did Yentl first, you know, and then 10 years later, eight years later, mm-hmm. whatever, and did this, that she should have won, but she was unfairly judged because she was a woman. Yeah. I mean, a woman did not win a Academy Award for Best Director to the Hurt Locker yeah. with Catherine, whatever her name Bigelow. was. Bigelow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and that was in the 2000 in the odds. I yeah. mean, so women were not recognized as a force of directing. That but that is movie good. is really good. Yeah, that's a good book too. That yeah, I know. I, I never, love all I Pat never, Conroy's I know books. he wrote the Great Santini, right? Yes. Now that is a movie. The Lords you, of Discipline. Yes, Lord, Rocco. Have you ever seen the movie The Great Santini? Uh, no, but I think it's on Turner Classic Movies. Right. Yeah. Yes. Moment. That is Robert Duvall. Duvall. Yeah. That is a great, great movie. Okay. That's a great movie. If you're watching some of the classics. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I saw it on there. I thought, oh, oh that's a great was. movie. I used to love Robert Duvall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Um, okay, I got to just share this. Okay. It's kind of an in-depth story from Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411. Okay, you got my attention. Yes. So he has a story today called um, Nailing Cannibal Army Hammer. Fathers <laughs> Foundations have over a million in assets settled millions in an art forgery case. So... He writes, you may be aware of this winter's hot story. Young, good-looking Army Hammer, famous from the social network and the Lone Ranger, is being described as, in the tabloids as a cannibal. Yes, the kind that eats people, ex-girlfriends lining up to tell horrifying stories of Army's predilections for carving his initials into their thighs and oh, suggesting he wrote, roast their not-so-spare ribs. 
army, it's pretty clear, is Christian Grey without a safe word. Okay, I love that Roger said that. Yeah. Good line. Army has also told a few of these gals that he's hard up for money, and they believed him. One drove 1,400 miles with him from L.A. to Dallas because he said he couldn't afford the plane fare. That may exactly not be true. Army is the great-grandson of deceased quarter billionaire Armand, Armand Hammer, who started Occidental Petroleum. When he died 30 years ago... Um, Armand Hammer was thought to be worth two hundred million, which would be about four hundred million today. Um, so his army's dad and his sister inherited a sizable a sizable chunk of the money. They got two art galleries, two foundations, and grandfather Armand was a pretty bad guy. Apparently, he he did all kinds of um. He did uh, knockoffs of, uh, he did forgeries. He, really? Yeah, he defrauded his, the Family? company. Yeah, oh. just a real, real bad guy. But um, anyway, and there's been a lot of family money that has come their way and yes. come the way of um, Army Hammer because there's a corporate credit card still under the Arm and Hammer Foundation that apparently Army and his brother use used. all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So anyway, there's uh, there's a book called Dossier: The Secret History of Armand Hammer that was uh, published a couple years ago, and Ooh. that's why the family moved to Cayman Islands Th- to hide the money. Yes, that is correct. Yes, I was oh, yeah. wondering. That's the only reason. It's they a tax go there. shelter. It's yes, not it for is. the education no. or the food. No, it isn't. Or the weather. Or the weather. Maybe it is but the it, weather. The weather's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where everyone went to hide yeah. their money. Nothing to do with Arm & Hammer baking soda. No, we know that. Yeah. Yes. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Hello, Holly. How was your weekend? It was a weekend. It was a weekend. It went by too damn fast. It really did, but you know... It goes to show how little sunshine we've had in the month oh, of January. Yeah. When yesterday it was like heaven. Wa- heaven. Mm-hmm. And you walked outside and rubbed your eyes and was and you're like, like, hey, what is this? And gorgeous snow. So if you guys are snow enthusiasts, I feel yeah. like yesterday was a wonderful day yeah, to do was. that. Well, one of the things I did over the weekend is I went for a walk because that's what I do in these times. Yes. And there's a new Apple Fitness Plus app called Time to Walk where you can take a walk with some of your favorite celebrities including Dolly Parton. Oh. So, and she's going to tell you stories while you go on a walk. Oh, I love it. How wonderful is that? So, she said of her new collaboration, she said, I'm hopeful that people will take a walk down memory lane with me and we can all find a little more freedom taking the time to walk together. Oh, Dolly. And one of the stories that she's sharing is of her dad. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And she said of her dad that uh, she got her work ethic from her dad. Her dad was a sharecropper who grew tobacco on his own land. And she tells uh, of the statue that was in her hometown erected of Dolly Parton. She said of her dad, Daddy used to go down to the courthouse where they had erected a statue of me. I remember myself being so proud of that statue, and she didn't even know that her dad would sneak out and polish the statue oh, of Dolly. Clean the oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, he, he'd bring a bucket of soapy water <sighs> in the back of his pickup truck and clean the statue at night so that nobody would see him doing it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to walk with uh, Dolly Parton, it's the Time to Walk program. And uh, you can walk with Sean Mendez, actress Uzo Aduba, and uh, Draymond Green from the NBA. So they're going to just uh, walk and share some stories with you. Okay. All right. Uh, Somebody else sharing some stories in a more traditional way. The cover of Vanity Fair magazine for March features Billie Eilish. Mm. And she has her signature green roots and long nails and big Gucci glasses. And one of the things that she's talking about is her horrible body relationship and some side effects of taking diet pills when she was in her young teens. What? Yeah. So she says that uh, she had some pretty concerning relationships with her body when she was a young teen. She wore baggy clothes she started wearing them because of her body she got big boobs at a young age yeah and she talks about taking diet pills when she was little when she was 12 she said i remember taking a pill that told me it would make me lose weight and it only made me pee the bed when i was 12 she said it's just crazy i can't even believe that she would do something like that and so she just internalized that message and now she's kind of moving forward Away from those kinds of things. Yeah. It's a good. tricky, it's a really tricky age. Yeah, 12 years old, you're a tween. And you've got like a 38 got, double D yeah, boobs it's or really something. A, uh, it's a hard age. Yeah. If you have weight You're issues. better off being flat chested. Yeah, you are, Lori. Yeah. Yeah, so there she is, uh, Billie Eilish uh, for Vanity Fair. Somebody else getting honest. I mean, this is just kind of a dirt alert of celebrity honesty. Kate Hudson, did you guys watch her on Sunday today with Willie Geist? Yes. yes. All right, so she is opening up about her estranged relationship with her biological father Bill Hudson and she says of that estrangement she said I think that estrangement is unfortunately quite common it's a 41 year old issue basically saying that her dad Bill Hudson has not been around for her entire life because she is 41 we know that yeah yeah but just kind of her getting honest about it and talking about it because she doesn't really bring it up in interviews. And, you know, she always refers to uh, Kurt Russell, her technical kind of stepdad, as being the real father figure in I her life. Pa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing I thought was interesting, she talked about how hard it is to have three different baby daddies. Yeah, that would Children probably... with three different dads and how hard that is to manage holidays, to manage life. When you've got three different ones in England, the musician, mm-hmm. then the older musician here, and Chris, yeah, 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 just like the logistics alone right. of having that kind of family, because I believe that Kate Hudson's currently living with the father of her youngest daughter yes, right is. now, so she's in a relationship with that guy. He's a musician. I cannot even remember his name, but, but he's just like one of those that guy musicians, yeah, right? So right. then, and then she has uh, the kid with uh, Chris Robinson. 
Mm-hmm. Who, gosh, almost m- must be an adult by now. 17, I think. Yeah, and then uh, the guy from Muse over yep. in England. So, yeah, she's quite busy. Um, oh, Kristen Cavallari's being real thirsty on Instagram, you what guys. What is she doing? Getting back together with her ex? I don't think so. But over the weekend, Kristen Cavallari from Laguna Beach and the Hills, she posted a picture of herself with her estranged husband, Jay Cutler. They're posing together, and the caption is the following. The world is full of users. Ten years. Can't break that. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> fine. You know, I I think the, that was, uh, was that a response? Do people think she was dating somebody else, or she's worried we're going to forget her? I don't know. I think it's the latter, Lori. Yeah, I really so. think it's the latter because according to E! News, nothing has changed between Kristen and yeah. Jay. They're friends and they're single and they will always have each other's back. That's according to the insiders. It should be. Together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's one of those things where it's definitely, you know exactly what's going to be happening when you post a photograph like that on social yeah, media. Yeah, that is yeah. true. She yeah. knew what she's doing that, for sure. That is what the kids like to call a thirst trap from Kristen Cavallari over the weekend. Uh, Ryan Reynolds getting a little cheeky. On Twitter. Oh, what is he doing now? Okay, well, he's making a joke about his appearance on Sesame Street. So, back in the day, Ryan Reynolds, dressed as the letter A, doing a gag for, remember the movie adaptation of the A-Team? That was a thing, Mm -hmm. like a decade ago. Uh, Well, anyways, Ryan Reynolds had this to say, a couple of photographs of him in the letter A, and then he had this to share. I remember how challenging it was to sing, because the A bleep was so tight, But I pushed through because kids all over the country were counting on me. (laughs) His head is through the letter A. A. The hole in the A. A Funny. (laughs) I love him. I absolutely love him. Yeah, he's he's great. Definitely has a self-deprecating oh, sense of humor so about him. Do you guys think that Travis Scott and Kourtney Kardashian are really hooking up? Hooking Travis up? Barker? Yeah, Travis Barker. I hope think? so. Yes, yes. I like Dumois it. was all over this a couple of weeks ago. They've been together. They've known each other a long time. Maybe they're both sick of dating 25-year-olds. I mean, if they're even 25. Exactly. Yeah, and that's even closer. Yeah, <laughs> we kind of love a, an adult love story in the four, in the 40s. Of oh. People who have been friends and then they realize, oh, maybe there's something here. Yeah, and they like each other. And, you know, so that source, Chris Jenner, saying they've been hooking up for a couple of weeks, but they're longtime friends. They're all part of that Calabasas, California crew. Holly, do you remember there. watching Meet the Barkers? Oh, yeah. I did. I love oh, yeah. I kind of like that show. They had a lot of crazy, funny things that were on. That, that predates the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. That's like mid 2000s MTV reality mm-hmm. shows where it was Travis Barker and Shannon Mochler. Mm-hmm. Then there was also Carmen Electra and Dave Navarro. Oh, we, I love that show. Yes. And then, you know, of course, the OGs, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. I mean, oh, man, the the mid 2000s MTV reality shows. It really was. Rock a of love. Time. Rock of, Rock of oh Love. Oh my gosh, Lori was in love. Oh, I love the show. <laughs> oh my word. Well, and then the things that started and it flavor, all. Flavor, Flav. Yes, and the surreal life was really what started it all. Oh. Because that's where Flavor Flav and Brigitte Nielsen met. Then they had their own spinoff. And then it was Flavor of Love. And then Rock of Rock Love, of love. Yeah. came from Flavor of Love. I hope that's kind of, I mean, I, I feel I wish like- they would redo Rock of Love with somebody young and hot. Just no redo kidding. that show. Well, who would we have to? be young I don't, and hot anymore. That Wallen, that country singer Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Perfect. Perfect. Done. Julia, mm-hmm. let's call his agent. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well,
official, at least for December, uh, there's no coronavirus baby boom or like a baby bust. Real-time recorded significant drops in birth for December 2020. Really? So all those, uh, you know... But that was... Would be, you know, April. No, Lori, what baby calendar? It takes nine months to make a kid. So it would have been February. No. Lori, you don't... No, it takes 40 weeks... Julia, okay, please whatever. do not rain on my <laughs> coronavirus baby bust news, okay? <laughs> ain't nobody got time for math. Oh, okay. Anyway, ain't nobody understand the birth really cycle. They were really expecting to see something significant drop. Right. So whatever that means. All right, Okay, fine. now this, <laughs> this news is something I really had kind of forgotten about. All right. And somebody uh, reminded me that they were on a walk listening to our show mm-hmm. and reminded me. And you me, can do it on your Apple Watch. That's right. And we'll tell stories, too. Okay. And they reminded me that when you were talking about, you know, a, a breakup that you had. Yep. That the first three months are the best three months of dating, which is why the 90-day probation period must be kept in account. And <laughs> But this has been a problem for many, many, because it is. It's like so giddy. Intoxicating. Intoxicating. But the first 90 days mm-hmm. are intoxicating the first three months, however you want to say it. But um, the 90-day probation period when you date is important because problematic patterns will start to emerge around the third month. Think about it. Most companies have a 90-day waiting period before employees are able to receive full benefits. Right. This is because they want 90 days to test out their hire, make sure they're a good fit with the company, and be able to fire them if necessary. You got married within 90 days. Julia, it was longer than that. But he was already vetted. I know. Okay, this is a big difference. Yeah. Most people are not vetted like that. I didn't have to worry about Casey like being somebody that he wasn't because you'd spent seven years telling me what an amazing, you had two amazing brothers. I did. Okay. I do. So anyway, so it's just something to think about Mm -hmm. in the whole dating thing. And then also because in the time of Corona, People have been panic dating. They don't realize they're panic dating, but they might be. You might be looking at somebody through even more rosy, orgasmic colored glasses than normal because of this worrying time. So you have that on top of it. So the first three months is the critical time period. So if you think back on any relationship that you have, the first, you know, it's amazing because you're both on your best behavior. Right. You haven't really hit any major bumps in the road, but people can't contain their issues forever. <laughs> your real self comes out. And if you've accelerated the relationship, then it's likely you're already in too deep to really see the problems that are just starting to surface. So. It's kind of like you have to decide how much you'll trust your next partner in the beginning of a relationship. Right. Very often people are too trusting 
and how much will you depend on them? I think I, I think a lot of people, I don't know, for me, I'm always, I'm the most, I trust everybody. It doesn't matter if I'm in a relationship you, or not. I am the most trusting person I know. I am going to say, you know I'm, I'm going to hold up a sticker. 90 days, three months. We're not going to have out, it. But not even yeah. out of any, but I, out of anyone you know, I can't think of anyone more trusting than me. Right. But it's to your detriment when it comes to dating, <laughs> which is why you're a step above a toddler. You're two steps above a toddler, but it's just kind of a, a thing. You have to use that three, those three months to, you don't have to jump to anything positive or negative, but very often people jump to, overly positive conclusion without any evidence that comes from time. Sure. So just something to keep in mind. When you say that, because you think about new hires, they do take 90 days to get their full benefits. You know, if you're a contract employee, we're going to just give you 90 days and then we'll see if you hire you. And and you're not just trying to get your, the person that you're with to see what they bring to the relationship, but it's like, how do they bend? What are their minor changes? How are they consciously true? How do you feel about it? You can't really all the way trust your feelings either until it's been three months. So it's giving the relationship time. And so my friend who you know said, I don't know why you'd be sad over a three-month relationship ending. The best relationships would all be three months and then they'd be done because those are the best best of times right you know so just have three month three month relationships and be be okay with that oh please yeah but anyway all right once you've given a relationship some time patterns emerge that will decide whether or not you want to invest anything more in the relationship so that is from several hours of psychological, I've condensed. You've read, it for you. you read yes. a lot for us. Okay, Rocco, do you agree with that? Does that make sense? Three, I mean, geez, it's been a long time since I've been dating. Dating, but, but uh, the first three months, yeah, that that's got to be a good three months. It is a, it good, is a good three, three months. months. It is in, fine. in a new mm-hmm. in new research though um, of women, they had women fifty five to eighty one take part of this, and researchers found that. Um, 72% of women between the ages of 55 and 81 who were very protective or extremely uh, protective of their independence if they wanted a new romantic or sexual relationship. Be- maybe two, because many of them had been long- married a long time sure, or something sure, like sure. that. But um, anyway, so yeah, just the 90-day thing, the three-month thing, because it is always so good. You know, well, that's, okay. that's a good reminder. For it's a good reminder. Mm-hmm. Now, are yes. you suffering from FODA? What fear is fear of dying alone? Fear oh. of good one, Rocco. Thank fear you. of dating again. Ooh. That is correct. Oh, geez. is that what it is? That's what FODA <laughs> is. F-O-D-A. You're not alone. We have spent months and months isolated from people, barely leaving our homes, you know, zooming here and there. The repeated lockdowns have had a negative ability on our how we communicate face-to-face. According to a couple of different way, uh, webs, dating websites, uh, FODA, fear of dating again, is a term we're going to be seeing a lot more of in 2021. And people everywhere are feeling nervous about dating again. Not only is there the fact, how rusty are your flirting skills? Um, 
the dating in a pandemic. When do we take off our masks? Should we hold hands? Have they cleaned? I got a restroom report from Neil, our flight attendant, who gave me a restroom report from uh, MSP. And he said, yep, guys are back to only 30% of guys are washing their hands again. I love that you got a a bathroom report. Bathroom report. Because they were so good for a while. Yeah, I know. So I think um, everyone was my fingers, though. They're so dry. We spend so much time washing our hands. You got to get the aquaphor. Yeah, I do need some aquaphor. Aquaphor. I'm noticing. Yep. Okay, so just remember, people are it's normal to feel nervous and it's likely the other other people are feeling nervous, too. So just know that um, and you can even say that. Uh, this, you know, this the whole dating thing in this time makes me so nervous, you know, sort of an icebreaker sure. kind of a thing. And um, just remembering that the date isn't all about you can help calm your own nerves because the other person is feeling that as much as you're trying to impress somebody, you're also there to see if you like them. And so when you feel yourself getting flustered, you shift the attention back to the other person and because um, it's two-way thing but you get so fixated on just your side of it of that so um anyway so yeah it is it's a real thing the um and of course the dating hour nine to ten is that when the dating hour is well that's when a lot of reach outs happen um on apps and stuff yes Mm. it's the most popular time nine to ten p.m Mm-hmm. all right so anyway there, there you go. go. That's just a thing that's happening. Um, I always like to go down the road of what are the things that people go hmm and absolutely can't stand that are immediately deal breakers oh, on first us. dates. Tell it's us. always the same thing. Um, watching someone eat, if they're a loud chewer, if they're a smacker, if they have their mouth open, you know. Right. And the It ma- seems so weird to be with someone eating. Yes, there, there <laughs> just, is that. That just feels even weird thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, people are deal breaker wearing the um, gaiters instead of a face mask. If somebody shows up and you were like going on a walk and they just had like a gaiter or bandana, people don't do that. It's you get immediately you get so many points subtracted. Yes. It's yep. not even you okay. probably won't get a second date. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, bad shoes for women. So, and for some guys, I suppose, um, treating, you know, any kind of people that are waiting on you right. badly, being dismissive to whoever might be helping you, waiting on you. That is a massive, uh, some people don't like it when people start using endearments or calling them hun or using some sort of a thing, like a, a nickname too soon. Right. What, you can't remember my name? Oh, that sounds bad for Julia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't like it. I thought honey was universal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It literally makes some people's skin crawl. Does Same it make with yours? babe. Babe. Well, whoever calls anyone that. I know people that all of their boyfriends or girlfriends, they call their nickname is Babe. And yes, I but do. But that re- bugs you. Why does that bug you? It And I, and I, you and I had a conversation about this because I felt you were calling somebody honey way 
too soon. Lori it was too. My, Lori wifey. is my Lori is my damn police. I am. I hope everyone has a. I hope everyone has a Lori. No, but it's true. It is. It's. It's too calling somebody honey or babe or giving them that wifely or husbandly endearment too soon is. It's not good. It's a red flag, according to Lori. Well, and it could be a red flag to the person you're dating. Got it. Yes. Okay. They I hope might, people are taking notes. They might be thinking, uh, honey, that's what my wife or my husband used to call me. And already you're, you know what I mean? It's just, you got to stick with names. Hey, you. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is kind of, is this a food one that would bother you if you're, if somebody took their potato chips that they were eating and then they finished emptied the bag, and they emptied the bag. the bag in their mouth? If we were at a football, a baseball game or something, I wouldn't care. Okay. And how about if they I showed up with a pimple that needed to be popped? <laughs> if it was right, if it was on their back, I wouldn't care because yeah. I wouldn't know about it. But if it's on their face, ouch. Do you guys ah. like popping other people's no. pimples? No. No. No? I can't. Mm-mm. No. No. But I know people who do, and if you have to. Like your you sister, know, My sister likes it. to do it. And She's it, a doctor pimple popper. And I would make her do it to my dad, and oh, I could stand like old people's blackheads that are oh, the size of a crater. There's so much sex. We've gone five minutes over time. Oh my gosh, we've we got gotta go. to go. All right, we'll be right back. What should we do with the low J man? Well, what should we do with the low J man? Well, what should we do with the low J man? Well, now that we're remodeling, boo hoo down it's coming, boo hoo down it's coming, boo hoo down it's coming. Now that we're remodeling, hanging in the halls of an art museum. Where's the George Clooney verse? Okay, I'll play that. You ready? Get that one. There's a lot of verses to this shanty. Here's uh, Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Now that we're remodeling. Boo hoo down it's coming. Boo hoo down it's coming. Boo hoo down it's coming. Now that we're remodeling. Take a final glance at the hammaconda. Take a final glance at the hammaconda. Take a final glance at the hammaconda. Now that we're remodeling. <laughs> we have to we have to do our video for it. Yeah, and but here's that, uh, the fifth and final verse. All right. Okay. Put it on the ceiling of Lori's bedroom. Put it on the ceiling of Lori's bedroom. Put it on the ceiling of Lori's bedroom. Now that we're remodeling. I thought that was funny. That's what you do with the low J man. Well, that's what you do with the low J man. Well, that's what you do with the low J man. Now that we're remodeling. I like. It would make maybe more sense to go on your ceiling, Julia, but it I, I didn't think the it yeah. flowed. I, it doesn't. Put it on the ceiling of Julia's no. bedroom. No, it didn't. You this. have to. It has to rhyme. That's why Lori's name is first, even though J comes before L. Yeah. In the alphabet, it didn't have. It the, didn't work it didn't, saying Julia flow. and Lori. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't flow, does it? So we had the Lori and Julia. This is why sometimes people really do have to stick with. Simple names, the Sams, the John, you know, yeah. these simple names, just in case they get a marquee opportunity <laughs> for their name. <laughs> so that was our sea shanty. Our sea our shanty. shanty now we the need to make a TikTok. Did uh, Brittany get back to us? No, I'll text her tonight. But Brian Branford tweeted us and said, is Travis Barker Manwall worthy asking for a friend? Of course, uh, I said denied. 
I would deny him too. Yeah, no, doesn't seem like you. Holly denied. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, but you like the other tattooed dudes, right? Oh yeah, yeah. it's got nothing to do with it the tattoos. It for, for us, him. No, he's just not. I, I've never I would, been fond I, of a skinny necked man. I with a tattoo on it that <laughs> looks like a troll neck. But he is a very. He has a skinny he has long a skinny neck. Skinny long neck. He's not our guy. He's not our type. No. Mm-hmm. We really. This was more an arts and entertainment. While, with the exception of Prince, but he was in movies. Yeah. I mean, really, and Juanis is well, the only uh, Harry Styles. But he he's movies, he's movies. Or music. But, but he knew music. music. We knew he was going to be an, a star. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Mick Jagger thing to happen. But yes, we have mostly actors. It's mostly things from People Magazine. It's when magazines would print pictures <sighs> of stars. Yeah. Lori just got her People subscription again, so someone. Who's been stealing it? Apparently, doesn't work on Mondays. No, we're just you know teasing. What it is? I you forgot out, to pay. I forgot you to pay. Play the bill, so we <laughs> sat around here accusing everyone. Right. Who's stealing the damn People magazine? And it's you. It it's you all along. It's you. All so, right. what is the Manuel's ca- uh, calendar? What are we? Well, we it's going down this week because we see a different type of wall going up behind Lori, and we got something cool. We got these new cameras in here that actually. You know Why how, are there cameras in here? Because we're going to be a YouTube station. What? We already well, are. I don't I know. Yeah, the, I think the the idea is each show is going to have a, a a segment on YouTube. We already have you can, one. What is it? Lori and Julia. Someone find it. We did. We when YouTube first launched, um, the first B. Arthur. Um, had us do videos. Oh, like the Phil and like the Barbie Lojang? No, even, we were no. in a studio with, jumping up and down, down with tubes, tubes hitting each other. What you, are YouTube? And we're, we didn't know what YouTube was or anything. We just were hitting each other with like the <laughs> inside of wrapping paper rolls. Yeah, the tubes. Uh, yeah, you know the cardboard tube hitting each other. YouTube. It's YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> I mean, this is like in two thousand and four or five or um. whenever. Yeah, Three, okay. maybe. I'm not sure if that's still on there or not. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. The but point anyway. is, yeah, each we're going to start doing a little more video stuff. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. people have, you know, we always wondered why we weren't on TV. So what the hell? We're going to have to, but we, our cameras now have like um, like the vanity light on them. So yeah. we don't have to have the big camera yeah. and the big lights in here. People are dying to know where Lady Exercise got her pink wig. Oh, where did she get it? Um... My bonus girl sent me a collection of six fabulous wigs in different colors. Which is so fun. Back in April when we were doing all these videos yes. for characters. And she's like, she gave them to me because she thought I could come up with more characters. And in fact, when I got the wigs, I stopped doing videos. Exactly. So we, now we I'm shut going down. to give those wigs a job. All right, give them a job. My thing is always just, you know... We love a wig. And I was I was always kind of like a drunk Barbara Streisand. I did watch Funny Girl last night. Oh, you did? You know, it's on Amazon and you don't have to pay if you have an Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. And it just and it's it's when we first, you know, people is from that. But um, gosh, I know all the the words. The costumes and all the words. Nikki Armstein, Nikki Armstein, Omar Sharif. It's so good. Her hair. She was had like that. She was so beautiful. Yeah. She was so beautiful. She mm-hmm. is beautiful, but boy, was she and her voice. Mm-hmm. She's, she was something. It's like watching old Elvis movies, yeah. old Barbara Streisand movies. Yeah. Everyone have a great night. Um, we'll be back. I'm sure The Bachelor, if he keeps yes, the queen is. on another night. Victoria, kind of, she's growing on me for a couple more weeks. I know, but stay. I heard she did something bad and she stole things from a store. All right, fine. All right, she's a shoplifter. She's a, she's a thief. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll catch up tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.